0: Time for us to chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn.
1: Good morning, Simmy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Full disclosure, I went to Souk last year. (laughs) Um, I went to Duncan. Oh, you uh, crazy guy! It's okay though, because it's in the premier's riding, right? So yeah. no one's going to make an issue of going to the premier's riding.
0: Good thing you're not a but Victoria councillor.
1: I had to look up St. Bart's on the map. I don't know where the hell it is. It, I'm sick and tired of people taking holidays in places I've never heard of. <laughs>
0: not fair, right? Not <laughs> fair. A uh, good thing you're not a Victoria city councillor. I was saying too. And, what yeah, is that? that?
1: One's embarrassing. It, the, the one, the thing about it too is you know, you go on social media. There's a lot of schadenfreude around this issue and taking pleasure. On Um, But some of the people on social media who took enormous pleasure and outrage at uh, Alberta Conservatives doing this um, have gone strangely silent Mm. on the fact that a councillor on the left here in Victoria, um, they seem to be making excuses for him. So there we go. That's,
0: (laughs) don't get me started. All right, let's talk about uh, some other politics as well on this story. Uh, Now, I don't think a lot of people got their checks right on that COVID-19 pandemic benefit before Christmas.
1: No, during the election campaign, this was talked up by the Premier as, uh, you know, it's not a vote-buying scheme. It is an attempt to give people some money uh, at the end of the year that need it uh, and for the holidays. And it was framed around, you know, the checks go out before Christmas and all that. Well... Of course, the New Democrats spent so much time running for office and then reorganizing the government and then getting things up and running that by the time they got the enabling legislation through the House... It was too late to really get most of the checks out. And finance ministry, uh, my colleague Rob Shaw's got a piece in the sun today, 15% of those who were eligible for their cash, so $1,000 for families, 500 for individuals, 3.7 million British Columbians eligible but only 15% of them actually got a check for Christmas. Uh, some of them had their applications sent back because of inadequate paperwork. Some of those people will be waiting in well into this year before they see their checks, and others, uh, they just didn't get the whole thing processed. The phone lines were overwhelmed. Uh, the ministry says that you know many more people have been approved, and many more will be approved, mm-hmm. so eventually the money will be there, but it's nothing like, the new democrats suggested when they were running for
0: office. Oh boy. Okay, yeah, uh, speaking of that, yeah, there's another kind of broken promise on taxpayer financing we were going to talk about.
1: Yeah, this is interesting. B.C. political parties have cashed in uh, on uh, one of John Horgan's broken promises. So thanks, taxpayers, say the parties. Uh, Horgan, when he was running for office in 2017, said it was false news. Alternative facts from Christy Clark, who was then premier, when she suggested that Horgan was planning to provide a taxpayer subsidy for political parties. He did it anyway. Uh, <laughs> I love political parties. The liberals, of course, opposed it. <laughs> But then they took the money as well. So what do we got? Elections BC calculates an annual subsidy. It's based on how many votes the party's got in the last election. So it's a $1.75 per vote. Uh, first installment, there are two of them. So the New Democrats, just under $800,000. The Liberals, uh, $557,000. Greens, about $250,000. The Conservatives did well enough in a few writings. They Get a little bit of money, $31,000, and uh, the rural BC party, I'm sure you've heard of them, uh, $660. So this is the first installment, second installment goes out on July the 1st, and this is only part of the story. The parties, Simi, are also allowed to apply to for reimbursement for 50% of what they spent in the election so in addition to the amounts that went out on the first and that will go out in july um... my reckoning New Democrats and liberals are probably in line for about five million bucks apiece, and the greens hmm. maybe around two. So expansive process. Um, you know, I mean, it's, uh, many people out there would say it's better than having them have to go out and raise huge amounts of money from powerful corporations and interest groups, But there it is. Oregon said he wasn't going to do it this way, but he did it, and the parties are now cashing in.
0: When, when does that come up for review?
1: That's interesting, yeah. Horgan covered himself a little bit on it when he broke the promise, and he said, well, yeah, this is only transition funding. We're going to have a review of this. The review is scheduled because of the fixed election date that Horgan abandoned. The review is scheduled for for after the election that was supposed to be this October, so 2022. It'll be reviewed by a legislature committee. Um, My guess is the political parties have become addicted to this subsidy, and the members of the House who have something of a conflict of interest in deciding whether or not to continue this will probably decide to continue it. It, it, It's a fixture now. Um, So uh, the party subsidy, uh, the election reimbursement subsidy isn't up for review, but the annual uh, per vote payment is, and... Uh, My guess is when they get around to reviewing it in 2022, they'll be grumbling and muttering, uh, particularly on behalf of taxpayers, but I expect the parties will decide to continue it.
0: Right, and there's also an update on the Homeowners Grant, right?
1: Yeah, so the Homeowners Grant gets announced this time every year and the government sets the threshold for eligibility. So uh, they've raised the threshold a little bit this year uh, because it reflects increased property values. So you can claim it uh, if uh, the assessed value on your home is $1.625 million. That's up from one five two five last year, so it's about $100,000. Uh, the grant is framed to ensure that about 92% of British Columbians are eligible. Uh, It's a little early to put people on notice about this, Simi, but the application system will be different this year. You will get it through um, the provincial, uh, through your local property tax notice. You will be notified, but Going forward, the municipality won't be administering it anymore. You'll have to apply directly to the provincial government. Same grant, $570 for everybody who qualifies. Seniors and the disabled, $845. And Northern Rural, $770. And that reduces, each of those grants reduces your tax tax bill by those amounts.
0: Right. Okay. It's just amazing to me how high that level has gotten, but also amazing to me, and we're going to talk real estate a little later, is how much property values have gone up in the last
1: year. You know, this government came into office promising to deal with housing affordability, and the, the British Columbia remains a very attractive place to live, to move, to buy a home. Um, as you know, there's been some some grumbling that the homeowner's grant is being paid to people who don't need it because they already own their home and they may even be mortgage-free. There's been suggestions that that be transitioned to means testing. It hasn't happened. The government isn't doing it this year. But clearly, housing affordability remains an enormous challenge in British Columbia. It
0: certainly does. All right. Thank you very much for that, Vaughn. Bye-bye, Sim.